Oh, it was doing the spin and dip. Oh no, the spin. No, it's a good spin. That's like the. That's this. That's like the whoo. Like we're gonna. No, that's spin and death. After you, as much every time it every time it does that spin, it works. Is it when it does that spin? It works. Okay. It's like it's when the thing doesn't even load at all that we have problems. Yeah, newbie asked me if we what we were doing on the podcast today. What'd you tell him? Said I have no goddamn clue. Did you ask him what he would do on his first day as a dictator? Oh, is he going to be a dictator? Is that his plan? <laughs> what if, uh, well, well, you never know. Like, what if he just fell into it? What if he just fell into a gig as a dictator? How was Mussolini as a dictator? Uh, <laughs> fascist. Okay. <laughs> he was a fascist. All right. I feel like. Like, a lot of these dictators, when they come to power, though, people like them. I think newbies like, really. Which is insane. Really Italian. And I, I'm trying to think about how Italian dictators worked. I don't remember. And Mussolini was a jerk because he joined. You know, they switched sides a few times. Right. <laughs> but I don't know. What did Mussolini? Let's see. Early days. They spell Mussolini. I think I got that right. <clears throat> Mussolini. Oh, look at <laughs> If I had a tie like that, I'd be pissed too. <laughs> oh, I guess. God. Was Mussolini the only, uh, the only dictator that didn't have a mustache? I think so. What? Why didn't he have a mustache? I don't. Not a good dictator. Benito. <laughs> he just. What a cool name, Benito Mussolini. I wonder, like, what was Mussolini's first act as dictator? Bill Burr's Bill Burr said that maybe we should consider four day weekends every week. You work three thirteen hour days. You just work hard for thirteen hours for three days, and you get four days off every week. Why not twelve hour days like the nurses do? Well, he said, because you, you still got to get the work done, you know? Till that extra hour. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about people that work hard? Let, let's do <laughs> let's do nurse uh, nurse hours. Three, 12, three twelves a week, four days off. Yeah, let's do it. I'm in. Awesome. I mean, isn't that kind of, that's very practical here. Yeah. With the tourist industry. It's very practical. Yeah, you could do four nines. I mean, you're already only. I mean, this the the 18th Amendment's only open three days. Yeah, but not for very long, really. Well, it's not 12 hours either. Five or six hours. Yeah. Yep. No. What? So not let's see. What did El Duce? El Duce. What did El Duce do? This was one. that his nickname? I think so. El Duce. Duce. Oh no! Well, I said El, like Spanish, like El Duce. I think no. it's El Duce, isn't it? Duce. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry, noob. If you're watching, buddy, I uh, I'm just trying to think. You know, you're Italian. I thought you might be like an Italian dictator. I don't even know why you're a dictator, but uh, if you were, it's just you know, what would you do? What would be your? What would you do on your first day as dictator? What would I do? Yeah, if you were dictator, did mm. you see this new this uh, new republic that broke away from the United States? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? I did see that. I can't remember much about it, but I think as a dictator, I don't know. I'm not very good at dictating things. I would just try to make sure everyone constitutional republic. It's treated pretty fair. If you, if you were the dictator of Oroville, is Oro is that gold? Oro is gold, isn't it? Yeah, but it can't do that. What's it doing? It's gonna get freaking. Well, they're already, they're trying to, to go figure to out war against Oroville and smoke them. They kept. 
uh, I read an article about it yesterday, and they kept saying the State Department, like they were they were interviewing the Department of State, and the Department of State hadn't decided about whatever yet. And I'm like, you're talking about the United States Department of State, or are you talking about the Oroville Department of State? Like, what what, here's what are thing. we dealing with here? Does anyone care if California just drops off and becomes its own country? Is anyone going to fight for them? Like, you can have Washington and California. Like, go ahead. Like when Seattle or that's a bad idea. Whatever. Why do you? Why, why would whatever cities were like going nuts and crazy? It's like fine. You guys want to be crazy? Go be crazy on your own little. Do you, can you think how devastating that would be to the rest of the country to lose all the West Coast ports? Fine. All right. We'll keep our ports. <laughs> <laughs> but they can have everything else. <laughs> I don't know. Like, when do we like look at that experiment that happened when those people took over Seattle? He was really just a nice family man. You okay. mean the um, the chop, the Capitol Hill? Yeah. Is that Portland, isn't it? Wasn't yeah. that Portland? Oh, it was Portland, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. Seattle. Yeah. I'm sorry, Seattle. The autonomous district. Mm. Yeah, Portland. Or Oregon's got to go too then. Tell me Oregon. See, the difference with that is that wasn't like a um that wasn't a real attempt to have a a society. Uh, like that was just that was a protest. That was just a really long protest. Weren't they calling it some sort of domain? Like they were Yeah, they were calling it like the the autonomous zone or what was CHOP. I don't know what CHOP stands for anymore. I forgot. And there was more murders and crazy stuff that happened in there than like it was supposed to be all about peace and there's like But it but you knew it wasn't. Yeah, but like there was there, they were they said it. They were trying to get the cops fired and they're calling the cops. It was thinly veiled. It was thinly veiled. I just don't understand the whole idea around, yeah, we uh, we don't need cops. Let's just protest against them. And then you guys last a week and call the cops multiple times. Right. And they don't show up. It's like, what? what why? Yeah. I don't think what that are, we need what are we doing? as much law enforcement as we have. With, with a few like really good examples being like the ATF. Um, they have, they're not legitimate. Like they do pretty good job on certain parts. They're, they're completely illegitimate. The ATF? The ATF. Why? Where is it in the constitution that we should have a federal, uh, law enforcement body that regulates things that are legal? That like puts people in jail for literally alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, all of which are legal. But it's the illegal distribution and selling of alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. <laughs> okay. So <coughs> do you think that um, that is – so you think there's something with the illegal distribution and selling of firearms? Yes. Okay. So do you think that – there's a problem when the ATF is the one doing it more than any anyone else. Do you think there's a problem with... I you, thought it was the FBI that was handing out guns, not the ATF. Are you familiar with Fast and Furious? Yes, but that wasn't the ATF, wasn't it? I thought that was the... ATF F was in on it. FBI. What about CIA should they should they uh, firebomb like buildings mm -hmm. full of kids and families? I wouldn't think that'd be a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Waco was like harsh, right? I wouldn't think that'd be a good idea, but that just because that happened doesn't mean that you don't need somebody to regulate alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Right. Well, the, those things, they don't need to be done by the ATF. 
who are they going to be done by? Um, first off, most of it doesn't like w- alcohol. Yeah, like making alcohol in the woods and selling it and putting illegal bad shit in it and stuff like that. Right. So is there a reason that needs to be federal? Well, I think the problem is 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 when it goes between across state lines and stuff like that, somebody federally has to has to take on the case. The interstate commerce clause is the biggest mistake in the Constitution. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Could be. I just know. I mean, I did a lot of research because that was my uh, kind of one of my steps I wanted to do after I got out of college was go work for the ATF. So I know they do. The reason why they're necessary is because local police stations can't handle the kind of work they have to do to to raid a facility full of uh, illegal firearms for like Yates County Police Department is not going to work well for them. Yeah, Yates County doesn't have enough time to shoot 30 dogs a day in the United States. Well, maybe not. Let's see what the ATF's been up to lately. Yeah, I don't know. Public figure. Got a lot of followers. Yeah. Yeah, you know why? Because the comments are hilarious. Are they really? Oh, my God. Jesse. These are this is some of the most entertaining stuff on Facebook. The book of face. Um, I didn't know that Utah was the last state. Oh, the Mormons. Crazy. Oh, no, no, no. no. Okay. Mississippi was the last state to hold on to prohibition laws. Oh. Mississippi. Okay, that makes no sense. Why do we need? Yeah. So we this unnecessary. Did not need prohibition. Well, they thought we did. They didn't do a very good job. It, yeah, I mean, it was just a, a major rollback of freedom. They were just trying to figure out how to tax it better. Uh-oh, Florida man. Not the Florida. 5,000 rounds of ammunition. Ooh. I wonder what kind of guns he had. 5,000 rounds isn't that much. I know. I wonder what kind of guns it was for, though. I hate it that people think that 5,000 is a lot. Oh, he manufactured the ammunition in his garage. Whoa, that's pretty cool. You think he like did all of it? Or you think he just like was like refilling it and they're making it look like he manufactured it? Yep. You think so? Yep. Because <laughs> it'd be cool if he was like casting bullets. No, and he's, it. He, he's reloading. They, they, yeah. <clears throat> he was a felon, so he, he was banned from, from possessing firearms and ammunition. Okay. But at the end of the day, um, unserialized firearms... Uh, I don't see anything in the Constitution about that firearms need a serial number on them. Um, 5,000 rounds of ammo. This guy's a boss. Does he have a GoFundMe we can contribute to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Is this the time of year ATF sends the guns to the Mexican cartels? See, I, I didn't know that was the ATF. I always thought that was like the CIA or the FBI because that guy got a lot no. of flack for it. The CIA is the one that gives the drugs to the drug dealers. Drugs. Okay. Yeah, the CIA does the drugs. Gotcha. The ATF runs the guns in collaboration with the FBI and uh, the Department of Justice. <laughs> like, this is, it's not good. It's not a good situation. Um. 
1982. There, anyway, oh, interesting. I, did you know that in the United States, this is this made me sick the other day. Not nearly as sick as it makes me when I hear about innocent people being shot. Mm-hmm. But every day in the United States, 30 dogs are shot by law enforcement. That's crazy. I didn't know that. And I only, that only came up because I saw this guy. Um, <laughs> I saw this guy that was a police officer that went to check out some dog like reports about dogs. Mm-hmm. And the dogs were in the yard. I don't know if they had been, but they were in the yard. Somebody said that they'd like um, maybe lunged at somebody or bit somebody. So the guy's going to try to knock on the door. And all you see is this video of him chasing these dogs around the yard and like, ah, like, get away from me. Get away from me. I'm out. And he's like pointing his gun at him like they know what that means. He's like, ah, get away. And then he goes up onto the porch and the one dog's up on the porch and he sees it and it backs up and he lunges at it, kicks the shit out of it. They caught it on the ring camera. And then the their police department came out with like this whole thing defending him, saying, We're gonna, you know, we're gonna investigate it, but there's an hour and a half of body cam footage and it makes this okay. And it's like, kind of like not exactly that, but it was okay. it was pretty Do you think that they'll they should put up this in the you know how like when you're in college and you go to the bathroom and they had the signs on the inside of the stalls? Yeah. They should have this on the inside of the stalls sure. for the ATF bathrooms. There you go. Firearms trafficking is illegal. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't sell firearms to felons. Don't oh, hey, it. look, I stole that from Spike Cohen, apparently. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Shocking. I thought Spike might uh might be for the ATF. I guess not. Are you kidding me? It was a joke. It was a joke. Spike, Spike's not for anything. Spike's comments are funny as shit. He's not for anything. Spike comments on like almost every ATF post, almost every NSA post, almost every CIA post. Jeez. Can you imagine that NSA is just like all about spying on us? Yeah. Like that's whole, that's their whole job. That's what Edward Snowden did. He let us know. Yeah. And now he's, uh, well, is he still a traitor? Is that? Is yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. No. Trump. Should have pardoned him and didn't. Mm, Trump wasn't going to pardon him. Why not? He wouldn't. Why not? Because he wouldn't pardon him. That's not the president. Biden, you'd think, would should pardon him. Why? Biden's the one that wrote the laws that he was exposing. I know, but you'd think. Why would he pardon him? You would think this president would pardon just to gain a little bit more uh, traction. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know if he'll ever get pardoned. So Uh, I'm shocked how much he does like podcasts and everything. That's pretty cool. Well, he yeah. he's he knows he understands technology enough not to get caught. Right. Yeah. Well, he was supposedly I don't know where he is. He's probably in somebody's basement here. But you don't yeah. think he's no, no I'm, chance. No <laughs> chance. But he was he's in Russia. Definitely now in he's Russia. in China. He's definitely in Russia. He said he was in China. No, he didn't. Yeah, in one of his last podcasts. He, he said he was in China. Yeah, somewhere over there. I know that he went through China on his way to Russia. I don't know. I was watching a podcast and they, uh, <clears throat> he said something about being in China. I swore. Could be wrong. 
he says gamers could be vulnerable to exploitation using NFTs. Nice. So there's that. He used Bitcoin to leak NSA documents nearly 10 years 10 ago. 10 years ago. Wow. He's pretty freaking smart, that guy. How do you do Dude, that? Dude, do you know how old he was when he did that? He was young. Yeah. I want how do you do he that? How do you use Bitcoin to leak a document? Was it did he build it into the blockchain or mm -hmm. something? Yeah. That's interesting. And I remember after he did it and everyone said, Well, you shouldn't be concerned if the government's spying on you if you're not doing anything wrong. Well, I watched like a podcast where he explained why you should still be worried. Yeah. I, that and that's when he said he was in China, whatever podcast that was. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> he was talking about like, even though you're not doing anything wrong, he's like, if you're not doing anything wrong, why don't you let me see all your voicemails, all your emails and all your text messages you've sent in the last three days? Just post them public for us. Right. I want to see him. And he's like, oh, you don't want to do that? <laughs> he's like, yeah, you care if they're watching you. And he's like, and if it's you, you don't. Well, it's the government. I don't care about the government. I'm cared about individuals. He he was saying, "Well, if the government can access it so easy, why aren't you worried about individuals being able to access it, which they already do?" He's like, and he just got into how unsecure everything is that we have. Like seriously, yeah, yeah. how easy it is for somebody to this your pat. They have like password generators or something. Um, and it can do like I can't remember how many calculations of different passwords. Like that's why they minute. that's why they lock you out after a certain it's amount of failed attempts. Nuts. It's nuts, crazy. If you know. I'm just waiting for our Fed to make a mistake and accidentally comment. Yeah, I don't think he's watching. You don't think so? It's oh, newbie just dropped off. It's just, the only one left is the Fed. The Fed. The Fed. Jeez. All right. What do you think we got? You think we got an FBI agent or an NSA agent? I'm hoping he listens to our entire podcast. You think it's both? And not just catches parts and gets mad at us. Oh, I hope easy, he listens easy. to the whole thing. Nope. No? Well, you can only hope because uh, Phil is not really wanted by the Russians anymore. So don't think he's part of the Russians or anything. So <laughs> Listen to the whole thing. <laughs> Phil, cars, come on. It was a newbie there. <laughs> yeah <clears throat> look our, our fed got back on yeah he's like what russian <laughs> Did <you> say russian <laughs> god that is such a good story that freaking truck from the russians so what was the guy's name again i don't remember his name yeah i hope it was vladimir yeah i always wanted a food truck are you trying to i always wanted a poutine food <laughs> truck and i call it vladimir's <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Vladimir's oh Putin. You would get shut down so fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Newbie is my Fed. I knew it. I knew it. Can you show the viewers the, nice try, Fed boy. the picture that um Vladimir Putin has in his office? Is it him shirtless on a horse? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta show everyone who is. Is it really? It. It's something like that, yeah. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's in his office? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Painting. Like it'll pop up. It's gonna be the first thing. Oh shoot! It's a painting. No, he's got a. Look at that. Doesn't he look like a like he's like thinks he's a badass? Yeah, he is a badass. He's part of the KGB, dude. I liked the part when Biden threatened him the one time. Oh he th he God. thought he'd tangle with him. It's like he literally. He literally murders people himself. 
Like yeah. he, he doesn't he, <laughs> he doesn't need people to help him do it. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't uh, you know, hire it out like you. Jeez. Why why, why do people idolize him? I guess I don't know where Putin? The, yeah. I guess I don't know where the painting where I seen was, but it was all over the news at one point, I'm pretty sure. Uh maybe it's not in his hey, office, who knows. Speaking of paintings, did you see um well let me do this first. Let's see if I get it. All right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, look at that book. <laughs> what? <laughs> life coach. That's a life coach right there. <laughs> Did you see the oh, uh Ghislaine Maxwell um sketch artist? Yeah. I seen parts. Did you see the sketch artist though? Did you see what the deal was with the sketch artist? No, well, I just read little parts about it. Then see more than that. So Apparently, Maxwell, while she's while they're doing jury selection or like hearings and stuff, she likes to turn around, look at the court sketch artist and sketch them. Sketching her. And so this is this is a sketch of her sketching them, sketching her. All right. Hey, did you see that uh, the flight, the pilot um, testified? Yes. Did you see that? He said he didn't see anything. No, he said certain people. He flew certain people. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't think anything sketchy was going on. Because put Trump's name in there. Well, yeah. He yeah. said he flew Trump <laughs> once. Yeah. Not to the island, but he flew him. Right. And then he was talking about. He did say who he flew around. I, w- I mean, I don't know if you can count it as true or not, but. Gross. Prince Andrew. Gross. I just can't believe these people. I don't care any, like, like any of these people in power, the way, the way that they, they treat women is insane. I don't even understand. I've never. I, I just don't think I can understand or get to their level. Like, I don't know. I was raised by women. Right. Like, seriously, like my grandmother and my mother were like the people that seriously had the biggest impact. And I can't think like, how the fuck do these guys do this? I don't and even. Especially young, young women. I, it's yeah. wild. I don't even really know what it means, to be honest with you. Like, I don't even really know what they're. What, like, what's really going on there? There, I'm sure there's dynamics that go beyond what I'm, what I can understand at this point. For what the? For like how that all goes down. <clears throat> Don't know. I, I know. Don't know. I know some of them said that they were there. Um, I, th- I like I, didn't all of them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I, gonna, I'm not going to speculate about The only thing we have happening. is the documentary, really, and anything you hear in the news. And the main thing from the documentary in the news is. That Maxwell lady was like, I don't know what the words are, like grooming. Yeah. Like kind of like going out and looking for them and then inviting them back. And here's Hey, the, you want to come hang out with thing. a rich guy? When you're with a 15-year-old girl, because what they were trying to say is like they're consenting. When they can't. You, when you're a grown-ass man and you, for some sketchy, disgusting reason, you have a little girl massaging you. That's weird. 
That's not a that's that's messed up very bad just to start. Yeah. And then you sexually do sexual advances toward her and she doesn't say no. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, but she's it's not because she wants she's fucking scared. She's a little girl in a room with a grown ass man that just exposed himself to her. I mean, it's I don't know, man. I hate I hate people like that. And yeah, like I said, goes beyond what I can even really understand. Hopefully, I wish she would start singing. Like, when is she going to let loose to lower her sentence? Well, because <clears throat> obviously it wasn't just him. I'm telling you, there's no way it was just him doing this. Right. His some his buddies have to know. So you're you're saying, um, so she whether she'll testify? Yeah. So you have to wait till at least the second half of the trial. They usually wait till last. Hmm. Well, unless they do a deal, I wouldn't be surprised to see a deal. I'm shocked she's not dead. Me shocked too. She's not dead. Me too. Surprised that she wasn't suicided. I can't. You know, I thought the safest place for her was in prison. And now that you think of Epstein, you're like, mm-hmm. maybe not. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: if it happens twice, I don't think you can stop the public from serious outrage and then doing what well there you go well maybe nothing maybe nothing will come that's the question no like in all seriousness but like the the first time was like okay that's weird how did this happen this stuff like this can't happen the second time it would be like the only way you could get away with her dying and not getting in trouble is if they paid off an inmate to kill her that's the only way that they could get off with. But who's they? Whoever's trying to hide up, hide what the hell they did right. with Epstein. But who's they? Like Hillary. Who do you go after? Freaking Hillary. How do you go after him? What's the actual? Like we've got enough. Not very many people. <laughs> there are very few people that really believe that Epstein killed himself. And yet here we are and we keep bringing it up. But besides that, the media ignores it. I just think, how, and how do you catch him? That's the problem. Like, where's right. your serious yeah. evidence? Who, who who are we supposed to be going after? What is the outrage supposed to lead to? We can all say, oh my gosh, there was this thing that like we're being told and it it's obviously a lie. But we've been being told obvious lies for 60 years and going about our lives with it. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're right too, noob. Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys are both on. So. It's just one. I just want to know, like, who do you like? I'm serious. Who do we go after? How do we? What? Well, a why? What's the outcome? Could you look up where those corrections officers are? This the guards. Like, where are those prison guards? Like, have they been questioned? Have. Like what? That that's where you start, right? In May, Jeffrey Epstein jail guards get deferred prosecution deal. So they don't even get prosecuted. What? How? How does that happen? Two corrections officers accused of failing to keep watch over inmate Jeffrey Epstein the night he killed himself will avoid potentially serving time in jail by striking a deferred prosecution deal with prosecutors because they're on the same Why side. Why is CNBC calling it suicide? 
when the all the media is calling it when a suicide the coroner because it was ruled a suicide. No, the coroner said it wasn't. Which coroner? I thought the main coroner said it was a murder. No, they said it was a suicide. Are you sure? I swore he said that it was like foul play. He was afraid of MS-13. Who's not? Uh, He's too much of a coward to kill himself days before he died. Dead by apparent suicide. Let's see. Let's go to the the authoritative source that it is. Look at his haircut. (laughs) Wow. Suicide by hanging. Even Wikipedia says it was suicide. Okay. Coroner, New York City medical examiner. Yeah, I swore that guy said it wasn't suicide. Arrest. I could be wrong. These must be the guards, Michael Thomas and Tova Noel. Noel? Noel? Mm. Let's see. The perfect storm of screw-ups. Right. <laughs> perfect storm. Perfect storm. Yeah. yeah. It seems like there's a lot of perfect things yeah. happening like the malfunction the, the odds of are so two front cameras in front of his cell and his claims to have there's two cameras that both didn't work mm-hmm. it's funny how the fbi just lost that footage did they really is there was there something about that too I don't know if it was this one or if it was a different case. Record, they, they all blend. They all blend together at a point. Record falsification is what they were charged with. I, I especially don't. I just. I just really don't trust federal law enforcement more than anybody else because there's too much of this kind of stuff. Not just this, but the Fast and Furious, like all the all the different cover-ups, all the different Wacos. It's just. Rick Ross. It adds up, Rick Ross. It adds <laughs> up to too many for me to ever trust federal law enforcement, local law enforcement. I can get behind them. Like we've got some really good people there. Federal law enforcement, eh, eh. Hmm. And at the local level, we got in some, in some areas some we got people bags. that are yeah because yeah. there's they're people and there's enough of them. Um. Interesting. What was that? So let's see. Death, discovery, discrepancies, autopsy, autopsy and medical evidence. Yeah. Uh, Chief Medical Examiner Barbara Sampson conducted a four-hour autopsy on August 11th. Uh, and they, the Epstein's lawyers sent pathologist Michael Baden to observe the autopsy. The medical examiner reported that he'd hanged himself with a bed sheet from his bed. He had a broken neck. Broken bones were found in Epstein's neck. Unofficial sources reported that. Oh. Um, Although this can occur in the suicide of the elderly. Mm. He was... How old was he? I'm going to look it up in a second. Uh, The last death ruled a suicide at the MCC was in 1998. How do you hang yourself from your bed, Phil? Did you see how, like, the position he was in? You can't. Those beds aren't tall enough, or all of them would do it. You, do you I know, wonder. Do you know how many prisoners so try to commit he, suicide? It's, if he tied himself to it, like, like that, uh-huh. standing up, uh-huh. and like 
wedged his feet against the bed and then like kept his body straight and like flopped down would that be enough force no maybe just to like snap his neck no no way no way you could with all that leverage though you could it's a lot of leverage you could jump off the top of a bed on top of your head and probably not break your neck like that's do not try that do not try that (laughs) i'm just saying like like honestly i don't there's no way phil if you could kill yourself that easy in the cells they would they would fix it those cells are made so you can't kill yourself yeah well they said that he killed himself see look august 16th samson announced that epstein's death had been ruled a suicide by hanging See, look, that's what I've seen. Later conflicting reports said the injuries Epstein sustained were consistent, if not more so with strangulation or homicide is with suicide. So I guess the lady reported there was no foul play, but there was somebody else, like a big time medical examiner that said that just looking at it, it's definitely more likely it was. That's all right. Don't know, Phil. Don't know. Okay, anyway. His money went to an unidentified associate, later found out to be his brother. Speaking of brothers. Oh, boy. Did you see uh, that Chris Cuomo was fired from CNN? I did, yeah. Uh, You know, I don't like him at all because of... I I I don't like his personality. But um, I wonder if he got the short... Like, if he got screwed over on that deal or not. Like, I wonder what he really did. Like, all they said is he helped, he did things with his brother he wasn't supposed to do as a news. A lot of things. No. Did you see the text messages? No, I did not. No. Yeah, no. He was actively um, trying to, like, feed him information that he was getting from back channels about accusers and like whether there were going to be more accusers and, okay. and things like that like he was and that is illegal um it's unethical yeah but I, cnn all fox all of them are unethical right so well and this is difference? that's why this is a good thing because this is the first time that i've really seen since maybe dan rather <laughs> and even i mean is dan rather still working is he done is he gone forever do you know who Dan Rather is? Mm-mm. No. So Dan Rather was a um, this guy, and he like he came out and and intent like was intentionally lying about George Bush. Okay. And and like reporting stuff that he didn't have any actual. In, this, in September 2007, Rather filed a $70 million lawsuit against CBS and Viacom. Rather accused, Rather accused the network and its ownership and management of making him a scapegoat in the Killian story. Uh, an intermediate New York State Appeals Court dismissed the lawsuit, and the New York uh, Court of Appeals refused to reinstate it in 2010. Um, so let's see, what was the Killian story? So the Killian documents controversy. (laughs) 
six documents containing unsubstantiated critical allegations about George W. Bush's service in the Texas Air National Guard, hmm. allegedly typed in 1973. Dan Rather presented four of these documents as authentic in a 60 Minutes broadcast less than two months before the 2004 presidential election. Okay. But it was later found that they'd failed to authenticate them. So George Bush wasn't in the Texas Air National Guard? Um, I think he was. Hmm. But there, it was just about what they were saying about him. Oh, okay. Interesting. But he, he basically went and I think he knew that the stuff wasn't true and um, was just falsely reporting against George Bush. And he actually was held accountable for it. And Chris Cuomo being held accountable for this. And I hope that what we're about what to about see that? Is, is a whole bunch more of corporate media and the people involved being actually held responsible for um, what their reporting is. Because... It's it's um, the state of it is very sad right now, as far as I'm concerned. Hmm. He flew the F-106 Delta Dart, huh? Delta Dart. Remember that Brian, is it Williams guy? Brian Williams said he got shot at when he was in Afghanistan and they found out it wasn't true. And he lost his. uh, Lost his job. Guy. Yeah. You remember him? Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah. Hmm. Is that anything like uh, Hillary Clinton that was that landed in like Somalia under sniper fire? Not sure. Sniper fire. I just remember this guy got got like laughed off the air. He's leaving MSNBC and NBC News. Oh, that was like this was a month ago. Oh yeah, but he that whole situation was a long was a year or two ago, I think. Three years ago. He's not the one that had like the the weird button under his desk that locked the door. I don't know. Do you know about what was the one where they had the weird button under their desk that locked the door? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Um, newbie, which one was that? That like got hammered over that and then everybody was like, no, no, oh, it's normal because they've got really big offices. So they have to have Wasn't that. Wasn't it a guy from... Uh... It's like, was it CNN or? No, he's from um, like the one of those morning shows. Good Morning America. Yeah. Yeah, it was a Good Morning America guy. But honestly, is a button that locks the door not okay? Well, because they were saying that he he had that and he was using it to like make female employees uncomfortable because he'd like had like boxes of sex toys and stuff that he'd gotten from some some whatever okay and that he was sexually harassing uh employees and that's that's not good then had the like was able to lock the door from across the room whoa shit okay yeah that's not good at all but i was gonna say i'm i'm sure there's lots of people that have like that lock like you can lock a door distance in case there's like a shooter or something well like a like a safe room like a panic room just like lock the door so no someone can't get in i mean i don't know i guess you could, like you could probably hook up uh like a 
like a car alarm. I think uh, I think there's panic buttons. Panic button. I think the legislator has panic buttons. I think we have panic buttons. No kidding. Yeah, I think I don't know where they are, but I want mine really bad. Like right here. Yeah, I'm gonna bring one to this show. You don't think it'll lock the door? You think it'll lock the door, or you think it's like nice, Barbara? I like it. Four day work week. Yeah, I can get behind that. We were Barb. We were talking about a three day work week uh, at the beginning of the show. Just three thirteens, and then you get a four day weekend every week. Done. Um, four days aren't, wouldn't be bad either. Four nines wouldn't be horrible. I know we're an even world. You know, we have to do everything by well, even four numbers. Is even. Yeah, but nine hour days. Five's not even. I'm talking about like hours of working a week. Like it's always eight or 12. Oh. You know, no one's like, I work seven hours. <laughs> you know, they're like, Except you, when you do four tens, you animal, you do four tens. Well, they're That's 30, 40. they're 36 hour work weeks. Usually when you're working, <sighs> not my job, three, 12, <laughs> three, three is your standard hospital, uh, like work week, you know, and I, you'd want to go by that or by factories, which do 12s as well, yeah. which would be three twelves. But the only problem is they're rotating. When I was in New York, it was five thirteens. Really? So they went by odd numbers. Those animals. Well, no, it was, it was supposed to be 12. Mm-hmm. But then by the time that they would get the next shift on, mm-hmm. it was like another hour. Right. Like So you'd be there from, I'd get there at like 730 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'd be there until like 930 at night. Interesting. Yeah, that's a long. Yeah, because Mary gets to work at seven and she leaves at 730. Yeah, is because that half hour shift change there a little crazy but eliminate health insurance companies from deciding a person's health care yeah like that's a whole problem with the entire system in general isn't it because the way that health insurance works it's like if you get health insurance if i wanted to if if health insurance was voluntary instead of compulsory I could go buy health insurance that fit what I wanted it to be. Right. Um, and then the health insurance company wouldn't really have much choice in what my health care was. So did you ever watch the documentary? The guy did. Uh, oh, what was his name? Michael something. Uh, he Spray did. Hand. He did all the uh, all the crazy like in your face type of documentaries. I can't remember exactly like the name of them, but he did one on health insurance mm-hmm. and whoa, it's he insane. exposed like he like was interviewing these people and they were all getting huge raises to deny claims and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, I forget. I forget what the guy's name was, the director, but uh, yeah, crazy. Like they're getting checks to deny people's heart transplants. Right. It's like you're killing people. But they're saving money. Oh, there you go. Moore. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. Oh, Michael Moore. Yeah, yeah. He's insane, isn't he? You know, my, it's crazy. my favorite Michael Moore movie was uh, Canadian Bacon. Canadian Bacon? I don't think I've seen that one. Canadian Bacon is hilarious. John Candy. Okay. Uh, the Waitress from Cheers. Okay. Um, some other people, and they, they invade Canada. <laughs> they How's go, it go? 
there's like all this propaganda and they start getting pissed off at the Canadians and they go, they go across Niagara Falls. It's like the Bud, Bud Boomer is the sheriff of Niagara Falls. And so he takes this group in and they're going to invade Canada and they're going to, they're going to really get them. So uh, they go over there and they, they get across the river and they're like, how do we know we're really in Canada? He's like, you smell that? They're like, no. He goes, exactly, Canada. <laughs> okay. So they start littering all over the place. Oh, They're littering because they want to really piss off the Canadians. So they litter. Uh-huh. And uh, and they get halfway through and the sheriff's like, this is my laundry. Pick it back up. And they're like trying to get the laundry back. Anyway, they leave, they leave the waitress from Cheers behind. And she gets put into a psychiatric facility. And they have to go rescue her. <laughs> Okay. And all because the president wants to get his ratings up by being involved in a war. He tried to get the Cold War going again. And they were like, eh, they weren't into it. And uh, so he's like, ah, Canada. We're going to go after the world's largest unprotected border. Canada, the only country we've actually lost a war to. Right? Mm. Technically. Since they won't call the Vietnam War a, v- a war. Oh, no, that's not a war. We haven't had a war in a long time. But Canada. Just had a lot of. Canada came in and like burned down the action. White House, right? That was like a thing. Um, Well, with England. Yeah. Like England was. Yeah. I think the English came down through Canada. Did did they call that a war? No, was Korea that... was a police action. Yeah. Korea See, was a, a Korean police none action. None of these it wasn't were a de- wars. It wasn't a declared war. <laughs> None of these are wars, bud. And I mean, wasn't it a tie? You know, like (laughs) we we ended up with, we ended up with the, uh, what is it? The 48th parallel. So, yeah. I mean, none of them are true losses, right? Like what? Like, I guess so. Well, you can take a loss, right? Like what's a loss? Like you didn't win. You didn't do what you set out to do. That's a loss. I don't know. I, I, Those things, it, it's just insane to me, the interventionism that we've had over our 200 plus year history is just blows my mind. 250 years and it's just one intervention after another in foreign affairs. My grandfather was in the Korean War. He was a medic. He said they had to stop using the cross. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Hello? Well, upstairs, I guess. I thought I locked that. I don't know. Go check. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, sorry. This is this is actually a throwback to the early days of the show when uh, we'd forget if we locked the front door. I know I locked the front door. I know I locked it, but two two stories up sounds like it's one story up. So, um, fun fact. <laughs> do you know about, so, do you know about this theory that Woodrow Wilson was the reason that we ended up having World War II? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. So, apparently, like, it all started out when in World War One we were kind of being neutral. Okay. And then um, Woodrow Wilson was gonna supposed to be like negotiating a peace in Europe. Okay. And we had the position to do that. 
and then um, he decided that the allies should win and okay. that we should like really punish the Germans to make sure that they didn't think that they could ever do that again. And all the outcome of it basically made Germany so um, desperate that it led to the rise of Hitler. Hmm. Yeah. I did not know that. I tried to, my friend, Brian, you've met him. Yeah. He, uh, he tells me some things like history that I was never taught, like, you know, in school and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, whoa, like no clue. I liked his explanation of the Fed. Yeah, he's got some great explanation. We got to get him on the show. Absolutely. I sh- I showed him that we had uh, uh, Larry Sharp on here. And he was like, wait, I said no to the show. And Larry Sharp said yes. I was like, that's how you know you're a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm busy. I'll be on the show. I'll be on the show. So. All right, he, let's get him. He's a history, the history teacher at Dundee, so he's teaching the kids all the, all the good stuff. But anyways, him and I were drinking and talking about wars because that's what men do. Uh, yeah, like yeah. How we would take over the world and stuff. Right. If you're a dictator. Right. And we were talking about like storming the beaches in Normandy, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Dude, do you like you ever seen like a video of how many people died?" And I was like, "Well, not really." He's like, "There's just like an animated video with like dots." Like of people like dying. Uh, yeah, it's it was insane. crazy. It's insane. Um, so I uh, I like kind of looked it up and it was nuts. And then you look more into it. There was like, dude, Germans were winning hard. Oh yeah. Like when you oh, really yeah. look into it, there was no other way into France. Like you couldn't. Like France is done. You couldn't get into France. If you tried to go the other way into France, it was even worse. Like right. that was the final because well, that's option. where they thought we were coming. Right. Your final option was that beach, and you still got just smoked. Like can that you was believe, crazy. Can you believe all the trickery that we got away with in that invasion, though? Like, do you know why they were all up up at the other beach waiting for us there, and like thinking that's the only place that we'd possibly be going in? Now, we did send paratroopers in too, right? Oh, yeah. So we messed up oh, a yeah. little bit of stuff here and there. So there was oh, yeah. a little bit of, yeah. 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 So. There was like, but, so there were a few different things, right? So they had these um, dolls mm-hmm. that were like covered in firecrackers. And they parachuted them in along with the paratroopers that they parachuted in. So like these dolls would come down and they'd think that that was an attack. It was like a distraction. It was like a, um, like a diversion that they thought that these were the, the invaders. Well, That's meanwhile, they're sliding the, the paratroopers I didn't in. Know that. Yep. And then, um, so part of the reason that they thought that we were invading in a different place than where we actually were is they had, they made, um, inflatable tanks. They like had fake tanks and like, fake ships that because they had to get all the equipment down to where they could go over to Normandy. Yeah. And so they had all, all this like fake military equipment that they were like putting up to make it look like they're getting ready for an invasion at the other beach, which was actually like a shorter trip. (laughs) Just get tricked by inflatables. (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah, we won the war. You know, I might've lied. Maybe it wasn't Brian. I was talking to now I think about, I think it was Matt and I were talking more about this than Brian. Matt that was on the show because he was telling me he went to advanced uh, combat training and 
dude, you want to talk about shooting a lot of rounds in a day? He said, like, within... That sounds awesome. Within, like, a, three days, they shot... He personally shot over, like, 2,500 rounds. Just, like... Like, just constant, like, how to pull handguns, how to... Yeah, he's like, dude, it was an, it was a lot of fun. Melt that <laughs> barrel. Yeah, but anyways, look at that thing. Oh. <laughs> Here, let me... I'll, I'll share it. We gotta, get, we gotta get Matt... Matt back on the podcast. Share. Uh, screen. Chrome tab. The fake army. <laughs> Dude, I've never heard of this before. So. Is it because it's not cool? Like, do people think it's not cool that we used fake? I think tanks? it's really cool. Yeah, but why Why the hell? Because they're no so focused. Because uh, we weren't shooting or getting shot at. No. Oh. I think that's the coolest part. It's like, yeah, yeah, just inflatable tanks in there. Hey, look at that why, airborne division. Why is airborne a spider? What is this 130th? Like, what the hell is that? A sea snake? A sea serpent? That, huh. Yeah. Oh, look at the one that's just a flame. Look at, look at. Real tank? Fake tank. Yeah, believable. And, but that that was enough with, like, they're looking with binoculars. thing is, they'd have to move them at night because otherwise, and they'd have to strap them down. So otherwise, like, could you imagine one of these blows away and it gives away your whole attack? <laughs> or they see you carrying it. It's and, a flying tank. Yeah, they see, they see you no carrying way. it. No way. If you see a flying tank, you're going to surrender right there. You're done. Operation Overlord. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, they didn't show the... Has anyone ever used air balloons in war? Air balloons? Like a hot air balloon? The Germans did. They used some in the, in the war? Did Ze they really? Zeppelins. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. Well, I know. Oh, that's right. They did. Yeah, okay. Huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they did. You're right. Yeah, they had guns on beneath them, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just hover over you. Like they're they're, not, they're like, oh no, forget this flying by thing. <laughs> we're just gonna hover here. Now, did they were easy to pop? Right, you got to imagine. Like, what, what were they made out of? Like, you just got to put so many holes in them, and they're like, we're useless, right? Well, and and they were full of hydrogen for the most part. That's the oh great, yeah. <laughs> that was why the Hindenburg happened. Is it was it was coated with the stuff that's basically rocket fuel. That's what they were sealed with. Yeah. Okay. And then filled with hydrogen. Phil, and I've like, seen those. Fine. I thought those were a joke. Like you see them in like some things and stuff. Like I didn't, I didn't even know like those were a real thing. The Goodyear blimp. No, I know those. No, I'm saying like the the fighter ones. Oh, you mean the war blimps? Yeah. The. Yeah. I thought those were a joke this whole time. I didn't know that they actually used bow. those. I wonder if they were. Uh, if they did well. Well, they were before World War One, during World War One, after wild. World War. So it must be mostly during World War One. Bombing campaign against Britain. It's far better to face the bullets than be killed at home by a bomb. Jesus. Oof. Can you imagine? Can't even imagine. You imagine that like a super popular band from the seventies was named after a lead balloon. Crazy. 
one of the best bands ever, to be honest. I agree. The Zeppelin raid. These premises were totally destroyed by a Zeppelin raid during the World War on September 8th, 1915, built 1917. Dude, can you imagine just getting, sh- like, watching air balloons come in and start wrecking shit? That's got to be insane. And and they're just, like, hovering over you, and you're like... You... It's an air balloon. You gotta think, oh, this isn't that scary. And then all of a sudden, oh, boom. That'd be, fucking, that'd be terrifying. Well, I mean, if you think of air balloons now, you're an just air like, balloon full of bombs, and it's like right, kind of right. over you, and you're like not, you're not sure where stuff's gonna land because they're huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, wow, insane. It just, it just like makes a shadow over your whole town. Dude, the Germans were crafty, man. They had some the scientists. I mean, they had like the best scientists. Why did they have the best scientists? Do you think? Was their education better than ours? I don't know. That's a good question. Because think about it. Like, German scientists are... I mean, we had some pretty good scientists, too. That's why you want the Pfizer vaccine. It's German. Like, think about it. You're always like, oh, Pfizer? Yeah. yeah definitely a German guy made it. The Pfizer? There you go. Like, tell me that's not why you'd want Pfizer. <laughs> like, <laughs> Moderna. Yeah, Moderna sounds like uh, Latin. Pfizer's got like that German thing to it. And then you got Johnson and Johnson. It sounds like a baby powder that's going to give you cancer. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's exactly what it sounds like. That's the one I got. So <laughs> Mary's like, you got the not good vaccine. I was like, thanks. Appreciate you. So. <laughs> can you can you read this? What newbie just said? <laughs> Are you newbie? If that's not a lie, I'm gonna be disappointed it's gotta be a lie fire protardent poly mascot fomulade this is cool though replica deck of bicycle playing cards that hit escape maps for the troops oh cool that's a cool idea that's really cool yeah it was made up okay thanks new (laughs) (laughs) obviously fomulade hey uh you never know what was it last week you'll never what was uh what was the word for people that like snow and how it's a psychosis i don't psych snosis psych snosis (laughs) he he sent you that pick of the cards let's see if i can Snowcosis. It's snowcosis. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, open image in a new tab. That's pretty genius. Look at that. And then, let's see. We're gonna share. Did it share? Uh, yep. Yep. Sweet. Look at that. So That's such a cool idea. But here's the thing. Like, how the hell do you know where you are? Like, you, you let's say you drop out of a plane. Parach- you ever seen Band of Brothers? You have to use landmarks. Have you seen Band of Brothers? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like, if you haven't, watch it. When if they, you haven't seen it, watch it. When they all drop out of those planes and it's middle of night and they're like, 
like trying to look around for each other. I'm like, there's no way. Like, how the hell do you ever find anyone? Like, you can't find landmarks in pitch black. You don't know where you are. Dude, no way. Have you ever seen... The fact that they all find each other is crazy. Like, well, not all of them, but the, yeah. the well, couple of them get together. Like, yeah. it's like, I don't even know how. Did you ever see um, The Longest Day? Sounds familiar. I can't I remember. love The Longest Day. is a great movie. It's really, it's a long movie. It's like a three hour, two hours at least. Okay. Longer than two hours, I think. It's got, it's got all these great actors. It's got like John Wayne, Sean Connery, um, you know, a whole bunch of other ones. Those are the two I like the most, though. Okay. And uh, it's about the day of the Normandy invasion and like all the different ways that they came in. And some of them were the paratroopers and they come down and the one guy, like it flashes forward to the next morning and it's daylight and the one guy's wounded and he's like, he's sitting there and somebody's like leaning up against the back of somebody's house. And there's this German um, soldier that came out and he shot him. And, one of his like one of his guys on his side came and found him and he's sitting there laughing at the german shoulder soldier that he shot because his boots are on the opposite feet and he's like he's laughing he's like he must have been in some goddamn hurry (laughs) (laughs) oh god i've never and i've never seen it i guess i've never seen here's here's a badass here's a real badass story from uh world war ii is normandy um This guy was, I think, the last guy to wear a kilt during war. Yeah. On D-Day, this guy marched up and down the beach of Normandy playing the bagpipes. And he marched up and down the beach during all of this. And after the fact, they asked the Germans, uh, the German snipers, why they didn't shoot him. And they said they thought he was crazy. So why wouldn't you shoot him? They didn't shoot him because they, they didn't want to shoot a crazy person. <laughs> they thought it was wrong. So they didn't they didn't shoot him because they didn't want to shoot. Um, love it. What's his name? No, Bill Millen. Private Bill Millen. <laughs> you imagine that? Be like, yeah, I watched 10, uh, probably more than 10,000. I can't remember how many people died but die and I'm sitting there playing the friggin' bagpipes and survive just marching up and down. The thing is that was like to rally the is like get them fired up. The whole, the whole thing with the bagpipes is just get them fired up. Like, I don't know if that'd fire me up, man. It, I don't feel fired up. Well, bagpipes I mean, played at the right time in the right way can get you fired up. I mean, listen, I came from the Scotsman I and mean, we played bagpipes all the time. Now when you put Metallica on the bagpipes, it's a little different. Yeah, but are shipping up to Boston or something, you know, but they didn't have that back then. So what kind of jam was he playing on the bagpipes? After the first song completed, Lovett asked Millen to move into a rendition of Road of the Isles. They call them the Mad Piper. (laughs) Wow. Okay. That's nuts. What is it? Road of the Isles. Road to the Isles. Road to the Isles. Yeah.
Here we go. Here we go. All right. Let's hear Road to the Isles. Let's hear it. No. Uh, Is that not Road to the Isles? <laughs> I want to hear it on bagpipes. Oh, okay. I want to hear it on horns. Challenge. I would do the Scottish bagpipes, Road to the Isles, 611 bagpipes right there. And that's what we just heard? No, you clicked, you were going to click I it, and you clicked, clicked the wrong one. one. Oh, because this one was like seven minutes long. Does it make you feel like you're ready for war? You're going to paint blue on your face? <laughs> you imagine this? You're you're storming the beach? Yeah. Literally? Yeah, no. That just doesn't do it for me. It just reminds me of Braveheart. I feel like... Uh, um, I feel like you're gonna have a big speech. You know what? What's a speech? I love that speech. You, That's how, a great speech. How does speech. this start? Do you remember? Um, it's uh, sure you can run, and you'll live, or you can fight and you might die. What is? What's the? Let's see, Braveheart speech. <laughs> Run, you may live. <laughs> Remember when Fight we, were, you may we were in high school football? We all used to make highlight tapes with this, like saying in the beginning before you'd go and do the rest of your tackle videos. I am William Wallace, <laughs> and I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You have to fight as free men. You've come to fight as free men, and free men you are. What will you do with that freedom? Will you fight? Many random peons. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, many random peons. No. <laughs> some random peon. <laughs> Against what? No. We will run and we will live. Yes. Fight. He says, I. 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 Fight and you may die. Run and you live, at least for a while. And dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance? Just one chance to come back here and tell your enemies they may take our lives. They will never take our freedom. That like the libertarian freedom. speech. Like that should be libertarian. Like there should, you go. Should I do like one they of will those never take our freedom. Should I do one of those quote memes <laughs> <laughs> and just put it next to like Ron Paul. What's what's Elba Gubroth? Uh, it's uh, like Scotland Forever. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. You ever done 23 and Me? How Scottish are you? I will absolutely not be putting my DNA into the machine. Can't you do it uh, anonymously? F that. You wouldn't even do, do it you anonymously? Really, you really think it's anonymous? You can't really think it's anonymous. Why? It, how can they nail down who it is exactly? You don't send it from your postal address. 
So then how do you get it? How do you get the results? To P.O. Box? Who who paid for the P.O. Box? Some name that's not yours? <laughs> There's ways to do anonymous stuff. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because do you know that they, and I, like, not that I'm worried about this, but do you know that they say that that's confidential, but the FBI already has basically wide open access to that? So all those records, the FBI has wide open access to all they have to do is like, say we need it. And I think they like, they might be able to get a warrant, but basically they've already had a couple of murders mm-hmm. that they've convicted people based on the fact that they were related to somebody who did 23 and me. Oh, I'm not going to murder anybody. Neither am I. Yeah. But DNA is, been used in cases to um to exonerate people and dna in some cases has been used wrongly to convict people that weren't guilty of anything you're more worried about children coming to find you <laughs> let's you do. be serious let's be serious phil <laughs> yeah don't try to change the subject don't don't look away we all know why you don't want to do it. Feels like I don't want all of my kids from Minnesota to come find me. That wouldn't be good. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? Oh my god! <laughs> Seriously, like, could you imagine though? Could you imagine like, you, in no way you knew, like at all. It was just like a thing. You guys had your one night stand. You move on with your life. You know, like, hey, you probably don't even know her name. And okay, whatever. Maybe you know like what she said her name was. And Jesus. like 20 years later, somebody knocks on your freaking door and you're like, who the hell are you? Can you imagine? It's happened just like that. Not to me. Not to you. So you don't, but get, could involved, you, you don't could, get involved in those kinds of relationships. Yeah, but could you imagine? Like, that's got to be Magic crazy. Johnson, on the other hand. <laughs> Magic Johnson probably has a lot of kids. Well, Doesn't, listen, what about Will haven't Chamberlain? Haven't you heard his name, Magic Isn't, Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't like Wilt Chamberlain has like 97 uh, kids or something? He said he slept with over 10,000 women. Is what Wilt Chamberlain said. What about uh, like some of these? And everyone said he was full of shit. And, but I don't even think that's it. Because I don't know. I don't know. This guy is, they say he's, they don't know if you can believe him or not. Well, I I do know that he uh, scored 100 points in a single game. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds like a. I want to see if it's a category on his. But every time you every time <laughs> every time you look at him, love life like yeah, Ooh. sexual assault yeah. I don't know. I I don't know what to think of this guy. Oh, he's twenty thousand women. Why would you even be proud of that? Twenty thousand. Holy shit. Like, why is that <laughs> even a weird? Number. Like, why are you even proud of that? And why why'd you keep track? He he multiplied 2.3 women per day by the number of days that he'd been alive minus 15 years. <laughs> why? Why why are you even I don't know? Okay. Interesting. This guy, Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. How do we get on this subject? Where are we? I between him and Magic Johnson. 23 and me. Oh, 23 and me. <laughs> him having a shit ton of children, right? How many children did he have? Well, I don't know. I don't know if he had any kids. He slept with 20,000 women and had no children. 
Was he a Black Panther? No, he de- he denounced the Black Panthers. Huh. And supported Richard Nixon. He was buddies with Nixon. He went with Nixon to Martin Luther King Jr.'s funeral and considered himself a Republican. Really? I don't know about this guy, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What's this? Anyone that Wait, what has is this? to put that out there that they slept with a lot of women. Elvira? That is strange. You remember Elvira? No. Elvira. Um, she said that he sexually assaulted her. Well, I wonder what happened with that. During a party in the 1970s. Huh. Well, that's that's unfortunate. Huh. Yeah, that's not great. Um, no. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, the uh, yeah, children from 23 and Me. I bet you it's happened. Oh, yeah. Well, this. A lot. Yeah, I. I'll, I'll tell, I got a story to tell you afterwards about <laughs> okay. like, somebody that I know, I like, I know this is happening because I know people who like all of a sudden have another sibling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, we didn't know you were, we, we didn't know you existed. And they're like, yeah, I was adopted and like, or whatever else. And like nobody knew that they were crazy. It's crazy that some women will take on such responsibility by themselves and like not try to reach out and be like, Hey, I need some help. Like they're like, no, I'm just going to take care of a kid on on my own. Like it's freaking crazy. A lot of them are better off without maybe, but you know, some, sometimes, you know, you think maybe the guy never knew, you know, not everyone's a bad guy and you know, they take on that responsibility all on their own. And it's like, no way I couldn't, Jeez, I can barely raise a dog. If Mary just left me with the dog and the cat, I don't know if we'd survive. It'd probably be like one of us would end up eating the other, and the cat would probably end up eating both of us. think the cat would eat you. Yeah. So. Cats? Cats are weird. Cat, like, when people die, and when, like, humans die and their cats are in, the cats will eat them. Yeah. Dogs will not eat a person. They don't even have to be that hungry. They, you're sleeping and they're already trying to eat you. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, oh, where's my food? Where's my food? And by the third time, they're like, oh, you're my food. That's why, you know, like cats, if, if you don't do what they want to do, sometimes they'll bite you. Yeah, they're assholes. Yeah. yeah no, if you don't move, like they're just checking to see. <laughs> they're just checking to see if you're ready to eat yet. How crazy is you that? know I am going to eat you when you die. How crazy is it that a cat will eat you and a dog won't? That's nuts. Yeah. Like, dog just won't do it. Like, they'll mourn. Like, a cat's like, I gotta survive, bro. Like, sorry. It's on you. Shouldn't die. They, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Crazy. You know the people that have uh, really annoying voices? You just don't want to hear their voice. Like me. Yeah. Is that what you're getting yeah, at? Your voice isn't that bad. Okay. I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's these people that you're like, you dread <clears throat> talking to them because they've got that just voice that piercing voice yeah I've met or, a couple. yeah yeah so i was thinking about offering a service to those people that like i'll you know we can record their um like answering machine answering machine messages um hi you know you've reached sally johnson uh i'm not her but 
she'll hear it if you leave a message. Sally's because <laughs> this is her phone. Sally's boyfriend's gonna be pissed. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. This is Sally and <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Will not or be good. um or like if they've got a presentation and they want to have a voiceover for the presentation and they don't want it to be their voice. There you go. That's not, that's not a bad idea. I bet you somebody would pay for a put it on Fiverr. A deep deep radio voice. Just put it on Fiverr. Yeah. I just learned a Fiverr not too long ago. That's pretty cool. Like the certain things like if you don't want to paint something yourself, like like a model car, like you can seriously just pay someone on Fiverr and send it to them and they'll like paint paint it for you or something. Yep. Yeah. It's like really cool. Yep. Yeah. I saw it with Legos too. Like, oh, you don't want to do the Lego set? The only reason you bought it? Oh, here, pay us and we'll build the Lego set and send it back to you. It's like, what the hell? And then you'll have a complete Lego it's model. It's like, wait, what, why not just buy the model and not the set? I don't know, Phil. I can't. <laughs> I just don't know. I'll solve a Rubik's Cube for you. <laughs> what do you people do these things? Do it yourself. Get. How about, you remember... You know how gratifying it is to do something on your own? Yeah. Like, there's no better feeling than, like, looking at something being like, whoa, like, I did that all on my own. Like, I learned a lot, and now now I know how to do it, and it feels great. I can teach people. Like, what happened to that? There's nothing. I mean, shoot. I always think of, like, hunting. Like, there's nothing better than killing an animal. Like, the other day, I the doe I shot this year, cut her up. Did it all myself, wrapped it, grabbed a shoulder roast, and made uh, barbacoa out of it. Like, had some of the most banging tacos ever from a deer I killed. Like, it was just freaking awesome. And there's yeah. no better feeling. It's like, whoa. Like, I I killed it. It was morally done. I took care of it. And, like, then we ate it. It wasn't in some weird, sketchy farm that had to die you know like you know you know how the whole beef thing goes so not all the time but some sometimes sometimes yeah there's some definitely sustainable i think we've got some really good farms around here yeah you worry about some of the bigger farms bigger ones but anyways yeah yeah, just, just talking about like start trying to do some stuff on your own do things yeah that's part of the reason why i started the show and you know got everybody in on it is because uh to pr- just promote the idea of doing things just do things try things yeah stuff that you don't know how to do figure out how to do it try to do it like way back in the day i was like you know maybe i'll make a video of doing something just do it not like how to but just encouraging people to try All right you know there's already youtube videos on how to do things how great is it? Because a lot of times that's how you learn to do things. Just look up a video of it on YouTube. And then like copy it. Like The a, world's second largest search engine. I learned how to play guitar from YouTube. Never took classes, never did anything. Like I learned all the chords. And I'm not amazing. I'm sure somebody could really like get technical with me. But it's like I can do pretty fair on a guitar. And all I did is watch videos. And just like the, there's a guy on there. I wish I could like shout him out. I don't remember his name. Because it was so long ago. Thanks, Tom. He like shows you hold your fingers, how much pressure, like how to play, and yeah, pretty cool. And then, and all it takes is that little bit, 
and then you can start kind of once you get the basics you can kind of go crazy so i did that a little bit with my anatomy students too because there are all these uh like grad students pa students med students whatever that they had to figure out a way to remember um some complicated concept in anatomy or whatever and or chemistry or otherwise and they've found the simplest possible way and then made a video about it okay like for everything that's hard to remember they've found a way to remember it made a video about it and shared it with the world and if you're ever like trying to figure out a science concept or how to fix a car or whatever there's probably a video there where somebody took the time to make it simple and share it super simple really cool yeah that's the coolest thing about youtube the censorship is the worst thing yeah but man the things you can learn on there like i first time i ever tried to reload ammo like i oh yeah i had no clue what i was doing like put up a video manufacturer there's this redneck guy on there and he just like you do this here you put that there and you're bam and boom and bam you're done and i'm like run it all the way down cool like it like you can look up everything yeah (laughs) like bad things too yeah yeah but i can tell you one thing that was never on youtube i don't know if it is now but how to make liquor i could not find a distilling Mm. tutorial video anywhere Mm. and i wonder if they're like Maybe now, but this was what I think they might have actually recently gotten rid of the videos on or at least demonetized the videos on manufacturing ammunition. Maybe. And a a lot of the gun stuff is highly censored now. Yeah, I was like 15, 16 when I was trying to look up how to do alcohol, Mm -hmm. you know, so maybe it is there now. I mean, this is 12 years ago, but maybe I should start a channel. Moonshine. We'll, we'll go do the show back up there again and then do it from the distillery. This is how you make liquor. Except there <laughs> might be some, like, we'll have to actually look into the rules I of, of YouTube because there are, um, they, they put a lot of restrictions on different things that they might hide the video. So, before, or block the video. Before we hop off today, um, what do you think of those guys selling stickers and trading it for marijuana? Like, I know we're we're both for it, but are they playing by the rules? Um, no, they're obviously not playing by the rules, and it's 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 obvious to the state as well. And the state has already come out and said, um, "We're not going to let you do that." Right. I haven't seen them come and actually put their money where their mouth is yet. Like people doing it all over those places. They're still happening, but um, it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. I I think that it's silly because it should just be legal. Um, Well, it is legal. Well, but it's not, I don't know. The only reason I'm saying they're not playing by the rules is because obviously there's lots of people that want to get into it legitimately. Yeah. And these people aren't paying they're not doing the right thing to be legitimate. They're not doing the thing that the state says they need to do to be legitimate. Right. Well, so, I mean, there you I don't go. Think, so I, people... I don't think the right thing is to have to pay a quarter million dollars to get into an industry. Well, either do I. But this is the problem that we run into with guns and stuff as well, is good law-abiding people will follow the rules, and criminals won't. Right. 
And it's same thing with this, like any law abiding person's not going to just go and try to try to do that. And they're going to get behind because somebody's doing what they're doing, you know, not following the rules. And it's like, that's where it's wrong. Yeah. yeah that's what I always, it's just, um, I, I just didn't know how you felt about it. And I'm for marijuana. Like, I don't care. Well, like, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say in, uh, to that point. And I'm not telling people to break the law. Some people would. Um, the law is wrong. The law is wrong because it it makes it so that it, it stacks the deck in favor of big corporations that already have that money. Right. It stacks the deck against people like me who might think about opening a business, um, but I don't have a half million dollars to put into it. And I probably, I, I don't think I can get a loan for a half million dollars to put into it. Probably so um, the way the law was written, it, it, it's not fair. It's not a fair law. And, and it, it doesn't respect people's rights steals their money and it's all about money for the state. Right. But, but, and and it's all about keeping the people who are already in power in power. And that's the biggest negative of it. But I'm getting to the point of you and I wouldn't do that. We're not going to go start one of these companies because I'm not going to fault them for it either. Yeah. I'm not, I'm today. I'm not, maybe I'll think through it more. But today I'm not going to fault them for it because what they're doing, while it's in a gray area, and I think that the state is probably going to come after them, I don't think that it's wrong for them to be able to sell it in a safe in a safe business environment rather than on the streets um, where you've got a lot of other bigger issues. Right. With, with street drug deals are not safe. Um, for a million different reasons and anything we can do to get rid of that and replace it with um, clean, safe businesses, I think is something that we should, we should do. Yeah. Legitimate businesses. Yes. Cause it would, uh, yeah, you can get rid of drug deals by having a legitimate business. You don't have to yeah. fake it. Right. Like these people are. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where, I don't know. I just know it's not playing by the rules and which is fine. But uh, if, if they're going to let that keep, as long as everyone else can do it and not get in trouble. Yeah. Guess what? Your business is going to go down the drain because other people are going to start doing it. Cause if all it takes is you're going to buy a sticker or t-shirt from me and I get to give you pot, everyone's right. going to do it. So your business is done. What they, what they've said. And like I said, I haven't seen them enforce it yet, but what they said was that it does not follow the law to give somebody the gift of marijuana if they purchase a sticker because um, they said that it can't be associated with a transaction. There can't be a transaction that's associated with the gift. So if it's a gift, it has to just be a gift and it, and it can't be contingent on money. Money. Right. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Um, so we'll see, we'll see how, how long they let that slide. It's going to happen here. Uh, what a sticker store. There, I read on Facebook that one's coming here. They they just got a building here, and they're going to be here within weeks. So it's going to be a topic. So that's why I'm bringing it up is like, trust me, it's going to – they're getting away with it where they are now because yeah. it's a little different of a place. Right. 
they're going to come to Penyon. This is going to blow up. And I was kind of morally back and forth in my head when I heard about it. Like, you know, how do I feel? And I'm thinking like, well, really, I don't really care that much. I care more for people who are trying to do it the right way. You know, because it always feels like people that, people that try to follow the rules but the, o- always end up last. You know, because they're the yeah. ones spending the most money doing the. But the, the rules right are things. wrong. The well, rules are wrong. But and this is this is this is like everybody. This argument, and I, as soon as I heard you say, it, I was like, oh yeah, but that's exactly what they say with immigration. Is well, I want uh, we want the immigrants that do it the right way, that follow the rules, and it's like, yeah, but the rules are insane. The rules are insane, right? And a quarter million dollars for a permit is insane, and it makes it so if you've got money, you can do it, and if you don't, you're out. Well, then instead of starting illegal businesses, how about you put your time and effort into getting laws changed, like us at the distilleries did. Because we had the same problem. We were spending so much money to even be open. How, how long did it take them to get so that recreational marijuana was legal in New York State in the first place in any form? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure. But you can get legislation passed. You can get things changed. That's a They've, We've been talking about marijuana for 50 years at least. Yeah, well, it's here. It yeah. took time, but it's here. Like, <laughs> but that's not. It's here now, though. But fifty years, like I, it shouldn't take fifty more years to make it so that you can do it without having to, you know, send money to the emperor. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think it'll take that long to get that drop down. I think that two hundred fifty is going to drop. I, I by think how it, much I don't know, but I, I'm sure it's, it will. It'll only be a couple of years, and it'll probably be fifty. I've heard people talking 25. about. Um, micro businesses mm-hmm. and so i think that will probably be a lower fee and it'll be some some different requirements i don't know what they'll be yet they're working on legislation right now yeah it's yeah. not like this is the problem phil it's not like yeah the buy-in now is high because they have an entire board because i'm actively searching this an entire board working on different laws just like how we have liquor license it's yeah. going to be your class a liquor license, which is expensive as hell. Then there's going to be your class A marijuana license, expensive as hell. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to get down to your farm license, which mm-hmm. will be cheaper. Mm-hmm. Micro license are cheaper. Yeah. So wait your damn time. That's wrong. though. And I, within, within a year or two, you'll have a chance to start a legitimate business. Cause if these people get caught doing this, they'll never be able to start a business in this, in this state. Maybe we'll see. They're already expunging records or they're talking about it. Yeah. I don't know. So, We'll see. We'll see where it all goes. That said, the law is wrong. It's it's wrong to, and, and I've said this since the law was passed, I, I said it's good that they're making it legal. It's bad that they're, that they're setting the bar so high for entry that it, it, it's not accessible to um, small business owners. Right. When it is stupid, but you still have to follow it. A lot of the laws are stupid that we follow. It's not just stupid. It's wrong. It's wrong. A lot of laws are wrong. They are. And that's, <laughs> that's that, where we are. That's why, I wanna, that's why I want to change them. That's why I'm here talking about changing them. It's right. because it's wrong. Every single law that makes it. So how about, um, how about. But I'm, see, you're trying to argue. laws that are punishable me? by fines. 
that's I'm not arguing because I agree. Yeah, I'm, I agree with everything you're saying. I know it's I know it's stupid. I know yeah. it's not ethically right. I Those get all need that, to change, but it's the law. So I'm just talking about shouldn't you follow it until it's changed? Because I'm I'm not for breaking laws. That's not who I am. I try to follow rules. I mean, why not? Breaking laws is illegal. I don't want to do it. I think everyone should play by the rules. As soon as you're not playing by the rules, which is what I hate about politics, which is what I hate about big business, is you're, you're not playing fair. And right now, these people are not playing fair. So I'm with you. But when... There, there is no fair because what you're talking about is multi-billion dollar corporations competing with guys like you and there is no level playing ground. It doesn't exist and it's never going to exist no matter what the law is. All we can do that'll make it any closer to being fair is to lower the barriers and and make it right. so that you can at least do the same things that a multi-billion dollar corporation can do on some level. Because, you know, people people always are rallying against what these major corporations are doing. They're like, oh, the, the liquor industry um, needs to be regulated more. And so what they end up with is stuff that hurts the little guy and the big guy just pays over a little bit more money so that it doesn't apply to them. And the um, meat processing, we always talk about. Yep. You've, you've got four meat processors that handle like all the meat in the country. Now you finally got these ranchers that are pitching in together to try to get around that by ha- opening their own. But they've had to ra- raise over $300 million just to get their doors open, and they still won't be on a level playing field. Yeah. Well, and again, I agree with you. It needs to be changed. That I'm not saying it's not. I just this is going to come. You watch. You give I it. Know it will. You give it a couple I know of weeks. I, I, this is going to be a hot topic. So yeah, I know. Um, we're going to have to really decide. I mean, even as a community, what's right and what's wrong. If people are willing to support something, knowing that it's legally not right, are they going to support it? Or they? And what's the town going to think? I don't know. It's just going to be interesting. Like I said, I've been kind of like back and forth on because i'm just kind of i'm more worried about not as much that it's illegal because now you can grow your own everyone you can grow your own you can get your own from other people it's not even that big of a deal but should you be giving people that a probably aren't paying taxes on this money that we know of i'm not going to say they aren't they pay sale tax they wouldn't pay the cannabis tax right b are are they the type of people that can even own this type of business? Like, where's the money going? What What's even, you don't even know. Like, right. where, where's this marijuana coming from? It's a good question. Like, you, no one even knows because right. they, they can't buy it from a big person right now. Right. Because they're not a legal distributor. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's just as bad as stuff on the street because we don't know who these people are. If they're getting it from legitimate people or not, there's no, I don't know. It just, it doesn't seem right. And I'm for dispensary. I hope Pen Yen has the biggest dispensary in the state. I don't care. That'd be great. No one gives a shit about that. Right. It's play by the rules for now. 
So I don't know. We'll see. It's going to come up though. You wait. I'll show you after the podcast. I don't want to put these guys on blast. Maybe they're good people, but I'll show you who I'm talking about and what's going to happen. So okay, yeah, no, I'm yeah. happy to talk about it. And anybody else has any information on um, things going on? Be feel free to send it our way. When's the opt out meeting? Um, yeah. So right now there's some petitions circulating. So if you haven't signed one, there there are uh, petitions for both residents and non-residents. They're separate. Um, there is a there are a couple laws on the table, and I've I've got them. I've got the the full text of them. If anybody would like to see the full text, just contact me. It's rare at gmail.com. and I will send over the full text of the laws being considered. Um, one of them is to opt out of dispensaries and on-site consumption. Um, we the, the um, petition is to not ban them is to not opt out um, is one of the petitions and there's one for residents and one for non-residents that would do that there's a public hearing on december 21st at 6 p.m um, keep your eyes open for what venue that will be in because we're expecting there will be too many people for it to be held at the village hall, and not all, not all in support. Not all in support. No, um, this I is going to be an. I think a meeting. pretty wide majority in support, but not all in support. Yeah. Um, I think that there also may be too many people for the fire hall. Do you think there's going to be that many people that show up? There's a chance. So we'll see what happens. Um, December twenty first at six p.m. Keep your eyes open. It'll have to be posted at least five days ahead of time. So it'll it'll at least be on the village website by uh, December 16th. And it'll also be on the front of the uh, the window on the village hall. Um, so that's one of the laws. There's also a couple laws that apply to a lot more people. Um, that apply to a lot more people. And both the businesses who have employees or the owners who smoke or vape and um, patrons who smoke or vape and anybody who lives in an apartment that they can't smoke inside of. And basically there's two laws, one of which it would ban um, smoking or vaping any product, including whatever, blueberry, tobacco, cigars, <laughs> cigars, Cigarettes. Pipes, cigarettes, um, vape pens, anything. Um, there's one for public streets, sidewalks, and parking lots. So you would not be able to go have a smoke out back. Because that's public parking lot. See. You wouldn't be able I to have a smoke out front. Because that. that's a public area too. The only thing I could say is in front of business. It's just hard to regulate. It's just it's yep. so hard to regulate well, these things. So here, here's so. what the penalty is. Up to $250 and up to 15 days in jail. For smoking a cigarette on the for street. For a cigarette on the street. Oh, God. Come on. Or, no, no cop's going to do this, Phil. Or community service. Well, then don't make the law. The only, re- the only way a cop will do this is if it's somebody they think is worth. If it's somebody that's pissing them off. Worth. And then they'll have a reason. If there's somebody that they think might have a little more than that, might, you know, that, that'll, that'll be the people who they'll come after. See, and that's, that's even worse. 
I don't want them to like make this law so that it it fits and then only enforce it for people that they don't like. That's how it's that's go. not good. But it's just for the bad people. You know how bad that is? They're just gonna go after the people that have bad criminal records that you, are smoking out front. Do you know how bad that is? It's probably not good. There's nothing good about that. The the alternative penalty is that they can do community service. Um, so that's one of the laws. And then there's another one that's identical, except applies to parks and playgrounds, which I think is redundant because there's already um, a state law that applies to those areas. Can we spend more time getting the people that are throwing their cigarette butts on the ground next to the garbage can? Because they're so goddamn lazy, they won't throw them in there. Can that's we get those littering irritating. people? Yeah, that's pretty irritating. Because that's just scummy. Yeah. Let's hammer them. Let's get those people. Let's do a thousand dollar fine if you toss a cigarette butt on the ground because you're too damn lazy to walk five feet and put it in the garbage can. If you knew how many cigarette butts I sweep up in front of my place. Jesse, I know. I pick them up, too. I pick them up, too. Disgusting. Um, Guys are freaking nuts. Does anybody have creative solution? I I get the um, throw them in jail for a year for littering a a cigarette butt. Two years. Two years. I get that argument. I I heard it. (laughs) Does anybody have a creative solution that um, makes it more likely that people will just do the right thing on their own? If you've got an idea, send it in. Um, we'll read it on air and and maybe even try to put it in action. The town did the best creative idea. They put garbage cans out front for people to throw their cigarette butts in. That was the greatest idea because there was an argument. Well, but it doesn't well, work. There's not enough trash cans. There's not enough places for people to throw away garbage. That's why they're throwing it on the street and throwing okay. it on the ground. Yeah. Then you put it within two feet of people. They still And don't. some people are so goddamn lazy and are such assholes. They won't do it. Yeah. Uh, that's seriously what it is. I hate to tell you. <laughs> like, but so like watching people throw McDonald's out of their freaking truck. Like I've watched people. Throw... Well, I get, I get that. It's a problem. I get Ugh, that. It's a problem. My why? question is we've tried putting trash cans there maybe it helped a little bit maybe it didn't it didn't eliminate the problem does anybody else have another solution that would help more just if, if you got one send it over and we'll uh we'll take a look at it um that said everybody have a great day uh gonna get out of here get some things done today hopefully uh hopefully uh have a, have, have what a, a long podcast. Yeah. Nailed it. it. All, All right. right. See you guys. Goodbye. I didn't even know.